Hey comic collectors, welcome to the Comic Collector's Corner, a podcast for the average collector by someone just like you. My name is Matt, but I go by Mr. Comics A9 on YouTube. In this podcast, we discuss all the comics, movies, and shows from Marvel and DC to Image Independence Publishers. If it is a following, my goal is to bring it forward in the comic book community for you to enjoy. So please give this podcast a follow and sit back and relax while we talk about the history of our characters, essential moments in the books, and our hand-picked recommendations to help the average collector like you and me to grow their comic book collections in their own way. Thank you for watching. Good day, everyone. Mr. Comics A9 here to do an amazing Spider-Man review of issues 11 and 12. These were pretty good issues. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed them. You know, I like Hobgoblin. It's good to have Hobgoblin back. And, uh, well, we'll get down to the view. So first up, we have Amazing Spider-Man number 11 here. Let me get the book out. I love you too, puppy. Go lay down. All right. Written by Zeb Wells, John Romita Jr. artwork, Scott Hanna Inker, Marco Menez, the color artist, and Joe Caramunga as letterer. So basically, we got Peter Parker calling in on Betty. He apparently he uh, misunderstands that a newborn baby doesn't have a ten-year-old kid's chemistry set for a uh, baby shower gift. Betty goes to the baby's room and sees the hobgoblin holding her son, and she lets out a squeal of no sound. Uh, meanwhile, at Oscorp, Peter and uh, Kamala Khan, the intern, are basically being chewed out by Norman for not having the test on an engine done yet. Norman gets a phone call. Peter decides to take an early day. Goes swinging around New York with the black cat. And uh, on a windy rooftop, he becomes a teenage boy again and tries to ask black um, cat out on a date. Which she says, probably. And he has weak at the knees and uh, decides he'd better safer probably walk home than try to swing home. Meanwhile, as Peter Park gets home, he meets Ned Leeds. And um, Ned Leeds, basically, who's talks to Peter about Norman's up to something. You know, um, I'm sure of it. You work at Oscorp. You have uh, you're my man on the inside. I can help. You can help me bring down Norman. Here's pictures of Roger Kingsley and Norman meeting together. Oh, hush, hush, hush. Peter says, sorry, I you know, can't do it. Ned says he'll take care of himself. Peter decides to go to ne uh, Norman to basically confront him. And Norman's basically, I want to give things over, make things right. Yada, um, and I just draw up contracts and give Roger the, uh, his businesses back that I took off him by force all those years ago. And uh, tells Peter the wrong night that he's meeting up with Roderick. You know, and they have a little meeting here, and there's some sort of noise that they're hearing when Roderick and Norman are in an argument. And here it comes with a lot of explosions and bangs and booms, the Hobgoblin. And uh, at the same time, in Yorktown, you got. 
another off voice panel someone's talking to baby winston and uh which is ned's son that don't worry you know we you know we did good tonight and all that uh we'll take care of things you know so because mama's asleep and you're there so that was a very good story um I enjoyed having. Uh, I, I'm enjoying. I enjoyed the little asking out of Black Cat. I don't quite. I don't think Peter would skip out on a work the work day, even if Norman's distracted by a phone call. That's a bit of a iffy, believable matter. But it's the Hobgoblin, and he's back. I love the ho I love the Hobgoblin not as much as I love Green Goblin. But right now we don't have a Green Goblin now, do we? At least not one that uh, we register. And uh, what I felt, what I really loved about this issue is I literally read in Spectacular Spider-Man the issue a few days before where Norman took basically the uh, the, the uh, businesses from Kings uh, uh, Kingsley because he was on the run and things like that or whatever. And then literally a few days later, I read this issue and see about the same things. So even if there's no editor notes saying see Spectacular Spider-Man. 159 i think or something like that and um it was a fun it was a good story i enjoyed it the explosions you know norman and kingsley that full page splash page of the hobgoblin it was really good um uh, worst case flaw here is uh the cover, I'm not a fan of this cover. This, I mean, JRJR does good artwork, but that mask just doesn't look good like that. It just doesn't. Ultimately, I would give this, if I'm grading Amazing Spider-Man number 11, Legacy 905, I would give this issue, uh, I would give this issue a B plus. A solid, solid B plus, I think. You know, Hobgoblin's there, but there's a few things that don't quite make sense. You know, Peter leaving work, Ned's Ned's sudden interest in Norman. You know exactly, and you know all the paranoia. You know, at least in this issue, it doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense in the cover, so I rec I give this issue a B plus. All right. Let me get some tea real quick first. Ah, there I go. Gotta wet my whistle. I'm gonna continue talking. All right, Amazing Spider-Man number twelve, Legacy nine oh six. Making our way to a thousand. <laughs> now this is a very cool JRJR cover. I Loved this issue. In fact, I think I, I don't think, I don't know if I just got this issue or if I got another, if I got the other issue. It might have just been this issue, this cover. But the whole Spider Man, even if he's you know, with, with or without the Norman Spider costume, going up against the Hobgoblin in air like that, awesome. All right, we open up uh, ambulances and police cars there, wreckage of the Oscorp warehouse where they were doing their meeting. 
They're digging out survivors. First, Roderick uh, Kingsley, and then Norman Osborne, who looks unconscious and more hurt than Kingsley was. Uh, I mean, that's partly because looks like, well, no, we, I, I mean, I've assumed earlier on that Norman still has some of the goblin strength after all he crushed his phone. Kingsley definitely shows here like he looks like he still has the goblin strength of the formula. Um, basically, um, his minions are there. Kingsley's minions are there. Let's just get out of here. You know, we need to get, we just need to get out of here before things happen or whatever. Um, Norman goes off in an ambulance. Uh, looks worse for wear. He wanted to be taken to a. I don't, I think he just he just didn't want to really be taken to the hospital. Looked like you know, and then someone else saying it's part of protocol. And he's like, fine, I don't want to cause you trouble. Uh, Norman wakes up in the hospital with Peter going, "You lied to me, Norman. You told me the wrong night." Um. Norman like it handled itself, and uh, guess he was wrong. Um, then it was the hobgoblin that did it, but not so much Kingsley as he was with him when his men were slaughtered. Uh, let's see. Um, he's basically telling Peter that he didn't he didn't fight at all, and that he doesn't he doesn't want to fight anymore. And uh, because the stakes are too high for him, that any act of aggression could bring forth the goblin in him, or the, the way how he phrases it could lead to um, the stakes are too high. Any act of aggression could be the one that leads to him, which was, as we say, Norman Osborn. Um, let's see, Ned Lee. Um, Let's see. Uh, I forget. What, let's, I'm stumbling here for a second. Sorry. Um, he tells Norman that Ned Leeds wanted him to look into him to his servers. Um, he said that Norman was up to something, and he's going to be looking into Norman too. Um, Norman tries to say, "You can trust me again, Peter." And then he says, uh, "Did you or did you not just lie to me?" And he says, eh, "Yeah, yeah, I guess I did." And therefore, um, you know, he says, "Look, if Ned's mistaken about you, and and you are telling the truth, and you are telling the truth, I'll start trying to trust you." Which it seemed to me like he was already trying to trust Norman. I mean, the whole act, the acts Judgment Day tie-in, when he's seeing the ghost of Gwen, when he's trying to explain to her why he's working for Norman, that he's trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, a second chance, and isn't that kind of trying to trust, or maybe he's giving him. The benefit, uh, second chance for not try trusting him. I guess it could be both. And but Norman's basically saying, "I'll take it." After C Peter says, "If Norm Ned's lying, I or Ned's mistaken, I will try to start trying to trust you." Peter goes to Betty's house, Betty and Ned, uh, Ned's house. You know, a little talk with her, and then finds out that uh, about the story. Uh, let's see. Uh, You know, the story that, you know, Norman was working with Roger, Roger Kingsley, biggest story out of our lives. Um, he's convinced that Osborne, for some reason, wants their baby because of the goblin serum in his blood, which doesn't make sense to me. After all, they can, Norman, Norman wouldn't have access to the formula himself. Why would he need a baby? 
you know. But uh, but you know, he's like, I you know he doesn't know where he got. She doesn't doesn't know where Ned got. But sometimes he comes home and he's wearing the hobgoblin costume. He's wearing it again. Um, Peter goes off flying to find Ned. Um, he finds Ned, you know, hunched over with the uh, pictures and lines everywhere and hunched over documents on a laptop. And he's acting all crazy. You know, they want my baby. They can't, can't you see? You know, stupid bug. Um, then he, he, Spider-Man looks off and sees a machine, which turns out to be the Winkler device from Hobgoblin Lives. Makes it think that Ned's the Hobgoblin again. He's like, no, you're trying to confuse me. Uh, we see Spider-Man's uh, Spider-Sense goes off in a very cool rendition of it. Um, we see a explosion, a hobgoblin basically jamming, com coming in and jabbing Spider-Man in the back with his glider. You know, things happen, goes through the building. Ned leads us on the floor conscious. Peter, you know, is getting flown somewhere on like he's just trying not to die and calls in his glider to catch him. And Hobgoblin's like, glider, is this a joke? You know, clearly not. Thanks, Bug. You know, talking to the glider. Which I find this hilarious. Hobgoblin, a criminal, a super criminal, is going, you're cheating, you're cheating, you're not allowed a glider. You know, this is just funny as hell. How dare you play, how dare you do my tricks? This is outrageous. You know, this is a lot of fun. Uh, a little ad for uh, the relaunch of Miles Morales Spider-Man 1. We see Norman waking up in the hospital because uh, his assistant dropped off work for him, assuming that he'd want to work. He just, instead of basically not doing anything, just leave, leave my work, leave my work, I'll do it or whatever. You know. <coughs> um, meanwhile, back we flash back again to the Hobgoblin Spider-Man fight. And they're a little fight in the air. Spider-Man's, you know, Hobgoblin's blasting at him. Spider-Man's using his non, non-violent uh, weapons. You know, launches the little spiders to crawl into Ned's face again, or not the Hobgoblin's face again. And oh, uh, and so he's like trying to get at him, or trying to get pull off the things, pull off the spiders off his mask. We can see Spider-Man like knocks him off his glider, throws him in a water tower. Norman typing away on his computer gets a notification um, that the uh, that the uh, the spider suit that uh, is apparently connected to his servers for Spider-Man's wearing is picking up battle damage, and so he just clicks on the link or whatever and starts watching the fight. Um, Peter rips off the mask after some more punching, and it's Roger Kingsley on the mask. And by spider sense, tell him something's up again. Um, but just uh, he fires behind him somehow with these masks. Or his spider sense is going off ten crazy directors at once. No, not ten, eleven, because he had blocked an attack, but a glider struck Spider-Man from behind. Roderick puts the mask back on and saying, like, 
You should look harder at you should look harder at Ned Leeds. It was a pleasure to put him back where he belongs in the Winkler device. One hobgoblin is back, and Ned Leeds makes two. So, the idea of two hobgoblins at once is pretty cool. I have to say, I like that. I, 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 that's a pretty cool idea. I mean, I don't want Ned. I mean, I don't know if I want if Ned Leeds is back as a character for real in a sense back in in Spider-Man. I don't know if I want him to be a willing uh willing uh, accomplicist or an unwilling one. You know, I think that I'd rather him be brain I'm not sure if I want him to be brainwashed and you know into thinking he's a gob goblin or willingly serving um Roderick trying to take down Norman. But one thing's for sure, I do like the uh interaction between the two it was a lot of fun um and that's the end of it um this awesome fight you know between the hog goblin and spider-man was awesome that part was no complaints at all the the spider's bots in his, his uh, wind uh, Kingsley's eyes and making him go blind and Spider-Man like knocked him out of, off his glider and threw him in the water tower. It was just awesome. The scenes were a little boring at the hospital with Norman. Just, eh. <coughs> Pardon me. But it was still pretty good. Ultimately, I found nothing really wrong with the story. I would give this book... This issue gets... Well, uh, upon second reading, it's higher than the first reading, and the first grade I would have given it. So, um, with the Winkler device and everything, I would give this a definite. I give I give issue number twelve here an A. So, you know, same creators as last time. So, the last book got a B plus. This one got gets an A. Which is about the highest grade I would give an ASM book, honestly. You know, there's very there's a few books here that will get you know you don't usually get higher than an A unless it's an A plus. But there's just a few things, uh, you know, one or two little eh, you know, to keep it from an A plus. Maybe this next issue will be an A plus. Who knows? I guess that's the first. This is where the Golden Goblin comes in. So. Those are my reviews of Amazing Spider-Man, number issue 11 and 12. <coughs> um, I appreciate you guys uh, listening on the Comic Collector's Corner podcast, as well as watching this episode, if you're watching the video, on my YouTube channel, Mr. Comics 89 Thank you guys for your for uh, tuning in. If you're, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like and subscribe button and uh, check me out for more future videos. And if you're listening, well, just in general, <laughs> should I say, thank you guys, and I'll see you guys next time. Happy collecting. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Comic Collector's Corner. We hope you enjoy the show. Please consider giving the podcast a follow and leave a review of the show on your favorite podcast platform. If you are interested in being a guest on the podcast, hit up the CCC up on Instagram under the Comic Collector's Corner or email me at mrcomics at aol.com and that's mr underscore comics at aol.com Take care and have a good day.